Welcome to the Vibe Recording of Uncle Tuck, a production of Borden DE and Lindsay Epps Media LLC. Hey, Uncle Tuck here, your uncle's favorite uncle, and welcome to the Life According to Uncle Tuck. Um, let's talk about villains. You know, we all have had situations where when we uh, share our story and everything, we have one person that is absolutely the villain of that story. Um, some people have a villain that is a villain in majority of their stories. Some of us, we pick up a new villain along the way, and it could be something as simple as, you go into your favorite uh, coffee house and somebody button in line for in front of you. Automatically, that person becomes the villain. Or it could be, you know, you're driving to work or driving to the supermarket or just driving and somebody cuts you off. That person becomes the villain. But how often do we actually consider and think that we are the villain in somebody else's story? See, cause you know, I like to paint the picture of myself that I'm a good guy. I get along with everybody and you know, I, I, I have no enemies, you know, people that don't like me, they have their own reasons and stuff. But to even say that is to even accept and identify that I am the villain in some people's story. Let's if I don't have them as a villain in mine, they definitely have me a villain as a villain in there. And it really makes you think like, you know, we're all on this planet together, but we all have a different perception of things. And we definitely perceive ourselves different than, you know, people on the outside looking in. So, wow, to be the villain. I mean, when I really think about it, and I want you guys to think about this too, is that how many stories have came back to you where you didn't interpret it like that, or it didn't happen like that, at least not in your eyes, but you were made to be the absolute bad guy, the villain, even though you thought, you know, the, the things you were doing were either heroic or not even that much of an issue. For instance, I had a story come back on me once where somebody said that I was um verbally aggressive. When the story got back to me and the person that was sharing it with me, they were like, yeah, you know, it don't sound like you. So then, I told them my version of the story, which actually painted the original person as the villain. See, let me let me give you an example. Um, I'm at my favorite watering hole, and my girl always comes slightly later than me because of the way she works and everything. So I routinely would grab a seat at the bar and another seat beside me, saving it for her. You know, most of us do that. And like I said, this place is my norm normal watering hole, so they they know me. Like half the time when I walk in. They're already pouring, you know, my favorite beer and everything because they know that's exactly what I'm going to order. So this particular day, um, the bar was kind of packed, but I still managed to get, you know, a seat for myself and a seat for her. And usually what I do, I'll order, you know, a shot along with my beer, but I'll put the shot slightly over to where, you know, she's going to be sitting. Just to kind of like, you know, just kind of like a placeholder, even though most of the time the bartenders, they, they know I'm saving a seat for her, they'll put an empty glass there upside down or something like that. So the couple to my left actually got up and left and it was three ladies that came in, but it was only two seats. So they, two of them sat at the bar. The third one was going motioning for the seat that I had saved for my girl. And I was like, hold on, somebody's sitting there. So sis said, she's not sitting here now. I was like, but she's on her way. She actually just texted me and she's parking the car. So sis was like, she's not here now. And like I said, this is my favorite watering hole. So the majority of us know each other. 
I've never seen these three people before. So I kindly told her, it was like, you know, the seat is taken. I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. So she proceeded to kind of like move the chair. If you've seen me before, I'm a big guy. So I kind of just scooted my butt cheeks over so where my ass was sitting on both chairs, you know? So then she was just, I was all sorts of, you know, fat motherfuckers and assholes and stuff like that. They ended up, um, getting another seat because the guy that was towards their left, uh, the, the other two girls, uh, his friend left. So he hopped over and he was able to get a seat there. The moment that bitch sat down, my girl comes walking in. So she comes walking in and come to find out that my girl saw them when they were parking. So, you know, Long story short, she was the bad guy and the villain in my story, but I definitely was the villain in her story. You just don't know what's going on with people nowadays. Like I wasn't going to let it get escalated or, you know, become a major issue, but I was not going to give up my girl seat. I was not. I mean, like I said, I usually buy a shot or if I know she's parking the car and coming right up, I'll usually order her drink and it'd be sitting right there. But like I said, that's how easy it is to be a villain in somebody's story. Like, just think about it. Like, think how many times you've been driving and somebody cuts you off and you get to cussing them out and they flipping the bird, this and that. And you get to your destination and you share that story with somebody. That person is the villain. But then that person could be wherever they're at telling them, you know, telling their friends that. You know, they had to go around somebody that they thought was driving slow or not, you know, driving with the flow of traffic. And that person got the cussing them out and you flipped them the bird. So you in turn are the villain in their story. It's just crazy how this happens, though, man. Like, God damn, I think I watch too much TV and shit, you know, or read too many crime novels because, you know, no one really likes to look at themselves as the bad guy. But point blank. We're all the bad guys in somebody's story. And let me not even touch on the whole relationship, especially if you got kids and you're a single parent. Oh, man, cool. You know, as a single dad, you are definitely the villain, especially if you walk up in motherfucking child support court. I don't care. Like when when my daughter was um young and, she, you know, her mother had me on child support. Um, I know when I used to go to the court. Mind you, I was always caught up, I, you know, never in the rears or anything like that. But every chick in there would look at me like I was the fucking Antichrist. I swear they would look at me like I was the worst human walking. And I think most men get that reception and that feeling when you walk into child support court. Now, let's fast forward a couple years. I get sole custody of my daughter. So I'm walking into court and I got sole custody of her. So... You know, here in, in Delaware, you know, when you file for custody, you know, the judge basically hears both parties, you know, the, both parents and any supporting, you know, members that want to, you know, give character statements and everything like that. And then they ended up talking to the child. So after that's done, the judge uh, put the child in temporary placement with either parent, depending on the situation. And you usually get notified by mail. When you get notified by mail, it's only because they're running everything. They're running to see what you told the judge was true to see if you have any criminal complaints or felonies or anything like that. So when I got the letter saying that I was granted sole custody, not joint custody, 
sole custody of my daughter, I immediately, and most guys, we have to do this. I immediately went down to the child support court because they will still pull money from your paycheck, even though you got papers from the court saying, hey, I am the sole custody. I'm, excuse me. I'm the sole custodial parent for this child. So, you know, I, I was proactive about that. So I went down there and granted when I get when I got in there, they still looked at me crazy until they saw the court papers. Now, I don't know about you and I don't know how many guys actually been through this, but to get sole custody of your preteen daughter over her mother, that kind of speaks volumes on what kind of character that person was or is. I like to say was because I don't really talk to her. You know, our daughter's grown, so I have no interaction with her. So I don't know what, how she's doing good, bad or otherwise. I don't pay it no mind. But the moment they found that here I am, a young single black man, got sole custody of his uh, preteen daughter. Oh, I'm like the hero. Shit, that whole vibe changed. And it's kind of like they must have some sort of some sort of uh, inner communication thing going on because chicks that looked at me crazy when I came in looked at me different when I was walking out. So they must all say, oh, he ain't got custody of his daughter. He's a good guy. This and that. Yo, the whole vibe changed. And like I said, not to get off all on the subject and stuff, but in my story, my daughter's mom was the villain. In my daughter's mom's story, I was the villain. The judge decided to side with my story and say that she was the villain. But it could have easily went any other way. That's just, you know, that's just saying, man, when you, when you really think about it, we definitely play the villain in somebody's story. Definitely. So going on and thinking about that, I guess, you know, it, it's always going to be us versus them. And, you know, confrontations that are either deliberate or unnecessarily created what may put you as a hero in, you know, one version and a villain in the other. But honestly, we should never pass judgment on another person's story based on our own experience. We don't see the big picture like they do, like they don't see our big picture because most of the time we're just blind to it. People may be going through things that are consuming all their mental, physical, and emotional energy, which can be misconstrued as like narcissism, bitterness, evil, whatever. We're all fighting our own battles and trying everything we can to bring, you know, our story to a magnificent conclusion. So honestly, let's all live and let live rather than becoming the villains in someone else's tale. Then again, after all, we're all villains in someone's story. Well, that's the end of this broadcast. I mean, you know, if you get a chance, uh, definitely comment, like, you know, let me know what goes on. And then if you haven't already, definitely visit the site at www.heyuncletuck.com. Um, I'm on all social media at under Hey Uncle Tuck, all one word. And until next time, this is your uncle's favorite uncle, Uncle Tuck, signing out. Peace.